this be one of the best moments of your life. You're listening to the Business Mirror Podcast for a broader look on business with Senior Editor Dennis Estopase. Good day. Welcome to Business Mondays with BM, a segment of the Business Mirror BM Broader Look Podcast that tackles the performance of the Philippine stock market. The Business Mondays with BM podcast is based on the stock market outlook story written by Business Mirror reporter VG Kabwag and comes out every Monday. Today, we podcast week 37 of the stock market outlook for September 6 to September 10, 2021. The information in this podcast should not be misconstrued as investment or financial advice. Business Mirror would not be liable for losses arising from your use of the information. For the text version online, please go to the Business Mirror website and search for Stock Market Outlook. For the print edition, please go to the company's section of the Business Mirror newspaper. Let's get on with the story. Share prices gained last week with the main index closing at the 6,800 point level as the Chinese ghost month ended and on investors' hopes that the Duterte administration will ease quarantine restrictions in Metro Manila and nearby provinces after September 7. The benchmark Philippine Stock Exchange Index gained 110.51 points to close at 6,897.13 points. The main index was up nearly all week long with the exception on Tuesday when it fell 69.50 points. Nonetheless, the main index was able to recover from the drop the next day. The average daily trade for the week was high at 8.5 billion pesos as foreign investors started returning to the market and cornered 46% of the trade. They ended up net buyers at 449.27 million pesos. Jafet Luis Tanchanko, senior research analyst at Philstocks Financials Incorporated, said last week's positive for Last week's positive performance is seen to be reflective of investors' hopes towards the further easing of restrictions primarily in the national capital region, the biggest contributor to the Philippine economy region-wise. A report by Tyron Jasper Piad for the Business Mirror said that the COVID-19 Interagency Task Force or IATF is still finalizing the guidelines for the proposed granular lockdowns which seek to allow more mobility while isolating heavily infected areas. Tyron Jasper Piad's report last Sunday noted that Trade Secretary Ramon Lopez telling reporters over the weekend that the IATF has agreed to launch a pilot test of granular lockdowns in Metro Manila beginning September 8, a day after the modified enhanced community quarantine restriction is lifted in the national capital region. Trade Secretary Ramon Lopez said that the next phase of granular lockdowns is eyed to be implemented in areas outside the national capital region next month. The chief of the Department of Trade and Industry said the lockdown will be limited to a few and small hotspot areas and will allow some more jobs to return. However, Malacanang has yet to approve the IATF proposal. All other sub-indices closed higher with the exception of the property index that fell 18.01 points to close at 3,075.91 points. 
The broader all shares index was up 57.58 to close at 4,261.69. The financials index inched up 13.29 to close at 1,450.61. The industrial index surged 290.20 to close at 10,137.96. The Holding Firms Index gained 214.01. The Services Index climbed 11.26 to close at 1,768.72. And the Mining and Oil Index soared 360.78 to close at 9,466.22. For the week, losers managed to edge gainers 117 to 95 and 34 shares were unchanged. The top gainers were Global Estate Resorts Incorporated, Leisure and Resorts World Corporation, The Philippine Stock Exchange Incorporated, First Gen Corporation, Berjaya Philippines Incorporated, and Aboitiz Equity Ventures Incorporated. The top losers, on the other hand, were Mackay Holdings Incorporated, FNJ Prince Holdings Corporation B Shares. Philippine Trust Company, Century Peak Holdings Corporation, Lodestar Investment Holdings Corporation, and PTFC Redevelopment Corporation. Share prices may continue its ascent this week on mere expectations that quarantine classifications would be eased after September 7 despite rising cases of COVID-19 cases. Despite rising cases of COVID-19, Tanchanko said meeting these hopes this week may strengthen the local market's upward momentum. However, Tanchanko said that failing the hopes by maintaining the current measures may lead to a pullback. Aside from the government's quarantine decision, investors are expected to monitor the COVID-19 cases, Tanchanko said. A report by Claudette Mocon offered A report by Claudette Mocon for the Business Mirror said that for three consecutive days, the Department of Health recorded over 20,000 new COVID-19 cases. The total number of infections in the country yesterday stood at 2,080. Stood at 2,080,984. As of 4 p.m. of September 5, the health department recorded a total of 20,019 20, additional cases, 20,089 recoveries, and 173 deaths. Of the total number of infections, 7.6% or 157,438 are active, 90.8% have recovered, and 1.67% or 34,234 people have died. Tanchanko said that a continuous Tanchanko said that a continuous uptrend in cases may cause negative sentiment in the market. But aside from the COVID-19 cases, the August inflation rate and unemployment data are on top of investors' agenda this week, according to broker 2Trade Asia. 2Trade Asia said that after reaching a year-to-date high of 4.7%, Lockdowns have stymied demand for basic goods, effectively cooling inflation worries. 
However, the broker said rising fuel prices and agriculture and construction supply woes during the rainy season may bring surprise upward pressure by the fourth quarter. As the old joke goes, as the old joke goes, in the Philippines there are two seasons, holiday season and the election season, broker to Trade Asia said. With both drawing near, sentiment may tilt to the upside in line with more economic activity, the broker added. Tanchango said the market's immediate support is seen at its 10-day exponential moving average of 6,781.72 points as of September 3. Initial resistance is seen at 6,900 points, which could be tested this week. If the market breaks and sustains ground at 6,900, the next resistance is seen at 7,300, Tanchango said. For the stock picks, broker Regina Capital and Development Corporation advised to sell on rallies on the stock of PLDT Incorporated as it took a breather for three days last week before staging another massive one-day uptick. According to Regina Capital, the stock of PLDT Incorporated reached an intraday high of 1,545 pesos, levels it hasn't seen since levels it hasn't seen since April 2018. For the week, losers managed to edge gainers 117 to 95, and 34 shares were unchanged. The top gainers were Global Estate Resorts Incorporated. Leisure and Resorts World Corporation, the Philippine Stock Exchange Incorporated, First Gen Corporation, Berjaya Philippines Incorporated, and Aboitiz Equity Ventures Incorporated. The top losers, on the other hand, were Mackay Holdings Incorporated, FNJ Prince Holdings Corporation B Shares, Philippine Trust Company, Century Peak Holdings Corporation. Lodestar Investment Holdings Corporation and PTFC Redevelopment Corporation. Share prices may continue its ascent this week on mere expectations that quarantine classifications would be eased after September 7 despite rising cases of COVID-19 cases. Despite rising cases of COVID-19. Tanchanko said meeting these hopes this week may strengthen the local market's upward momentum. However, Tanchanko said that failing the hopes by maintaining the current measures may lead to a pullback. Aside from the government's quarantine decision, investors are expected to monitor the COVID-19 cases, Tanchanko said. A report by Claudette Mocon offered A report by Claudette Mocon for the Business Mirror said that for three consecutive days, the Department of Health recorded over 20,000 new COVID-19 cases. The total number of infections in the country yesterday stood at 2,080. Stood at 2,080,984. Stood at 2,080,984. As of 4 p.m. of September 5, the health department recorded a total of 20,002. A total of 20,019 additional cases, 20,089 recoveries, and 173 deaths. Of the total number of infections, 7.6% or 157,438 are active, 
90.8% have recovered and 1.67% or 34,234 people have died. Tanchanko said that a continuous the broker noted that the stock's strong upward trajectory began late August and the indicators have been propelled to the overbought territories since then. The momentum is not showing any signs of weakening though, broker Regina Capital said. The indicators aggressive bullishness The indicators aggressive bullishness could push PLDT Incorporated up toward its three-year resistance of 1,567 pesos and 20 centavos, Regina Capital said. The share price of PLDT Incorporated closed last week at 1,475 pesos apiece. Meanwhile, broker Regina Capital advised to take profits on the stock of Universal Robina Corporation as its stock price also soared towards a new months-long high. The broker noted that the stock of Universal Robina that the stock of Universal Robina Corporation jumped last week by more than 4% to close at the intraday of 150 pesos and 80 centavos. There are also levels it hasn't seen since January 2021, Regina Capital said. The broker said indicators are strongly bullish but the signal suggests they will continue gaining momentum in the near term. The shares of Universal Robina Corporation closed last Friday at 145 pesos and 70 centavos apiece. And now for the weekly weather outlook via the website of the Philippine Atmospheric Geophysical and Astronomical Services Administration or PAGASA. At 10 o'clock p.m. of September 5, PAGASA said a low pressure area was estimated based on all available data at 395 kilometers east of Gian Eastern Summer. Pagasa said that this weather disturbance may develop into a tropical depression with the domestic name Jolina within 36 hours beginning Sunday. Pagasa said it expects that between 10 o'clock p.m. of Sunday and 10 o'clock p.m. of September 6, the low pressure area may bring scattered rain showers and thunderstorms over eastern Visayas and the Caraga region. Under these conditions, isolated flash floods and rain-induced landslides are possible, especially in areas that are highly or very highly susceptible to these hazards as identified in hazard maps, Pagasa said. Pagasa said its regional services divisions may issue local thunderstorm and or rainfall advisories within their forecast areas. Pagasa said, it is advising the public and disaster risk reduction and management offices concerned to take appropriate measures and watch for the next update on this weather system. Unless superseded by an, unless superseded by an intermediate advisory or initial tropical cyclone bulletin, Pagasa said the next weather advisory should have been issued at 11 o'clock a.m. today, September 6. In its weekly weather advisory issued at 12 o'clock p.m. last September 3, Pagasa noted that throughout its outlook period of September 3 to September 10, it expects a possible development of a tropical cyclone and may enter the Philippine area of responsibility on September 9. Pagasa said the agency will update this outlook if significant changes in the weather pattern occur. 
if significant changes in the weather pattern occur. Thank you for listening to the Business Mirror Podcast for a broader look on business. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Business Mirror. Until next time.